Welcome back. Hello. To uh, another sound flick uh, podcast. podcast. I was gonna say, yeah, I was yeah gonna one say of them else, meeting or whatever, <laughs> one of those things. Um, but yeah, we're back to talk some some new movies that have come out in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Um, some quick news, I guess. Uh, we have some new castings, or one at least. I mean, tons of news. Tons of news. Yeah, I just didn't write them down. But if you guys got them off the top of your head, we getting them in there. Gang. Yes, sir. And other than that, uh, how are you guys real quick? Hi, friends. I'm, and uh, introduce yourselves as well. Hi, my name is Ace Sincere. Which you should know already. Yeah, yeah. it's your boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm off the coffee right now. It's been a long day, but it's been a productive day. It's been are a productive sure day. About that? I'm not off the coffee yet. <laughs> I'm drinking it and waiting for that burst of energy to come in. So by the time we're done with the pod, I can go to sleep. Yeah, it'll hit you. Okay, okay. To my left-hand side. Yo, 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 this your boy, Norik, that's cool, here with my guys. Yeah. Hey, brother. Amazing, yeah, it's fun. brother. It's fun uh, meeting up with you guys and talking movies. I mean, I talk about movies with you guys as much hope. as I can. And, I would hope and, so. Uh, We've done over 70 episodes. Yeah, no, Quick yeah. dives and regular. Yeah, over 70 episodes. But I mean, I mean, I'm talking about, like, we always text about movies anyway, so mm-hmm. it's cool, though, to see you in person and. And talk about these lovely and not so lovely movies. Discuss all the fun stuff. Yes, all the fun stuff. Yeah, I know. I've been catching like myself, uh, or at least my YouTube has been recommending me a lot of behind the scenes stuff, mm. whether it's for movies that are just coming out or older movies. And I'm just like, damn, like there's so much that goes into a movie. And mm-hmm. that's what I love to talk about. Yeah, you know? I feel like so. we all like in the group chat behind the scenes, by the way, for those listeners, um, I send more of like the like press run stuff mm-hmm. like like yeah. Skywalker yeah, yeah. usually gets like the behind the scenes like stuff of the actual film and Orik finds like all the leaks and all like the like news yeah like, a lot that of are, castings like, yeah. trailers you usually all that like stuff. you you're more in tune with the castings I feel like you you know a broad a more broad array of actors mm-hmm. by name mm-hmm. um with me I'm just more like Damn, that looks cool. How did they do that? Yeah. I don't even care who did it. I just want to know how they did it type of thing. Usually so. it's A24, but yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 usually. I, but I've been watching a, a number of movies. Some we won't talk about um, and some we will. But uh, with that being said, let's get into our quick flick news. Yeah, yeah. And uh, first off, we'll start with a casting that uh, Sincere actually Boo! He hates it. Boo! But it is because he's not buff yet. <laughs> That that's gonna be the defining he, trait of whether he's good as well or not. I mean, look at look at uh, Liam 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 Hensworth. You know, I think when he was casted as Thor, he wasn't as. I mean, Chris 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 yeah, Liam Hensworth. I was gonna say uh, Hunger Games. Same person, same person. No, it's not. But I don't think he was as buff as he was when he was casted. He probably had the shape of like, okay, we could probably mold we him. We can out of shape. We can mold him into <laughs> a Thor. We can CGI some of these crevices on his muscles it's so funny yeah. because tom hiddleston also auditioned for Thor. i actually was about to say that so tom hiddleston i did see like his audition tape yeah and he was buff as shit in his in his audition tape That's so i crazy. think i think he's naturally buff like i think we kind of yeah. saw it in loki mm-hmm. right i wasn't uh, checking him out i mean did they did he take his shirt off when, remember, no, yeah remember when they like took him to the tva and like it like stripped them all as close. Well, the the Marvel package is regardless of where you are, you will be more muscular than yes. you were before. They you will put you on a diet. Marvel. And yes. um, well, didn't even mention the casting. And the casting is Will Powder Pooter. I think it's Poulter. 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 
Oh, I, I thought Poulter. I like Poulter. 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 Will Pooter. Yes, it is Pooter. Poulter. It is Poulter. 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 Like Poltergeist. All right. Yes. Well, anyways, uh, sincere said he looks like Sid. Yes, he does. He looks like Sid, but from uh, Toy Story. I, I think I think they'll make him very chiseled. Uh, they'll put him on the right diet, and I mean that's good for him. But that doesn't change the fact that he's like I don't think he's a good actor. He's he's probably he's a better actor than everybody who they suggested. Yeah, who we're talking about right now? Not only Will Poulter, but the character that we're talking about is Adam for Adam Warlock. Warlock, and Adam Warlock is a crazy powerful cosmic being one of the most powerful beings in the marvel universe and he's been teased ever since guardians of the galaxy volume 2 um back in 2017 and we didn't know how he was going to get introduced but they um you know they had this alien race in guardians of the galaxy volume 2 that was all painted gold and they had like this kind of snobby attitude royalty type of thing so when it was teased that uh, that the queen of that race was making Adam Warlock, automatically you started to shift your thinking of the type of Adam yeah. Warlock that they were going to give you. Mm. So it was going to be this guy who was probably painted in gold and a perfect version of their entire alien race. And so when he was casted, I thought it was perfect because you're going to need that comedic mm. element, like yeah. that kind of... It's Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that comedic element and just like him being... Like dumb but smart at the same time, you know, just kind of. I feel like that the dialogue and the script is gonna yeah, be. Yeah, because I, I think at the pompous. same time, you know, yeah, they're making like the perfect looking and probably strong and, you know, yeah, strong. So they won't. That person isn't gonna know how to wield their powers exactly. It's kind of like he's gonna be like a baby, literally coming out of that sarcophagus that they had of Adam Warlock. Yeah, and he'll be. He'll be more bronze than brains, like you said. I think literally so. because their whole yeah race I mean, is yeah they're kind of already like that. You know but, they yeah. they lack some brains, even though they have crazy technology. But that's not the case. Yeah, I mean, the they're is it, making, is it really lacking brains to send out drones and, and not put yourself at risk? Uh, <laughs> no, and not only that, they are creating a super alien of themselves. So that's kind of pretty smart too. Yeah. yeah. The only so, reason I respect I Will Poulter is because he kissed Jennifer Aniston and We Are the Millers. Okay. You ever see that movie? I do. Yes. I, I like that. I do remember that movie. I like that movie, actually. Yeah. And good, he was good, good in Maze Runner, also. If yeah. anybody's seen Maze Runner, I, I think it was great. So. Yeah. And then, like Narik said, out of everybody, they really chose him. So they see something in him that we, or yeah. you. Not sure if you guys don't. remember, but call back to when we talked about this movie. Um, it should uh, have been Keanu Reeves. Because we were oh, like yeah. the perfect being. Yeah, there was a lot. Probably I mean, Keanu Reeves, Zach Efron, supposedly. And I which remember, I wouldn't have been like I would. I would have enjoyed. Yeah, Zac 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 Efron would have been good. I think yeah. you know. Um, so I don't really know the process behind the casting for Adam Warlock. I remember seeing an article and people were asking him um, James Gunn about Adam Warlock, and he was like, "Well, we don't even know if he's going to be in the movie." And we're like, "Come on, bro." Yeah, he's gonna well, so, and supposedly they were like mid writing, and mm -hmm. he right. probably just didn't want to spoil anything. And yeah, again, that. um, James Gunn did tweet saying, You know, I'm never one to um shy away from like rumors, mm -hmm. so like it's been leaked. Yes, it's true. So mm. we're stuck with Will Poulter. Nice, I dig it. <laughs> well, who knows? We'll see. We'll see, man. I could be completely wrong, but I'm not happy about it as of right well, now. Another casting that a lot of people aren't happy about is Chris Pratt voicing. Mario, not Look, even so, Chris Pratt. Just 
the number <laughs> do we have to go through this whole list bro you yeah, got jack black playing bowser. bowser that's awesome i think that can work it's gonna work it's man. just there's gonna be a lot of um voice i guess uh what's what's the word like changes you know um, I don't think they're going to do voice changes if we're going to keep it a buck. I don't think they're going to change their voices at all. I, it's I, an Illumination film, which is a good thing because Illumination is probably, again, top out, yeah. out of the last decade. They, I guess I mean, just that iconic Despicable accent. Me took over the world in the 2010s, bro. The iconic accent from Mario and Luigi is just something. So Chris Pratt as Mario. We got Charlie Day as Luigi, which I really like. That yeah. was perfect. That's I probably the Day. most perfect. Um, my um, other wife, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. She's from Queen's Gambit. Yeah. She was also, also in New Mutants. And, and New your captain. <laughs> captain. <laughs> captain America. Um, Jack Black is Bowser. Uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, which is hilarious. But also... See, the that's what tells me that this movie is going to be fire. The fact that they casted Donkey Kong in a Super Mario Brothers movie yeah. means that they're going to be very authentic to just the the folklore mm -hmm. i guess or just the lore not folklore yeah. but just the lore I of mean, we're of getting the smash for the universe in bro trust. i guess i guess it'll work i mean you look at detective pikachu and we had ryan reynolds as pikachu right and at first i was like this doesn't make sense but i, I mean pikachu already doesn't talk so he's hearing him talk is, right. is already a weird thing um so i mean i can see it being sort of like i heard it was going to be like sonic and uh, detective pikachu i, I figure they're following that Trail. Yeah, that far. I don't around. even think this movie would have been made if those movies not at weren't all. Even though that it should have been. Yeah, the Mario movie should have been first, but yep. it's too big yeah. of a of a property. They didn't want. I mean, mess Nintendo. It up. The fact don't that really take risks. Like so, that. so the they fact that matter. Nintendo announced it at a Nintendo Direct, like I'm not sure if you guys watch them at all, but no. Nintendo Directs are the biggest like events to happen for Nintendo, mm -hmm. and for them to announce it during that and not just be be released by like just the studio was like the biggest thing yeah, so showing think, that nintendo but also the original voice actor of mario is a part of this movie i mean video game movies alone are on the way on the come up you know there's so yeah. many coming sony out. already decided I mean, that we kind of yeah it. we kind of did uh, a segment or uh, an episode based off of video game movies and they're really on the come up so nintendo was like well i don't think we could do this by ourselves Let's hit up Universal since Universal owns Illumination. And mm -hmm. yeah, so I mean, even then, that's a smart move for Nintendo because now they can put literally um, Mario, Luigi, yeah. Princess Peach, Bowser mm. in Universal Studios. Maybe even give them like their own land. So it's a good Well, business. yeah, because so, they already have the, the partnership with bringing Nintendo Land to Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. So it just made, it made sense yeah. for them to kind of... Which blend is, in that so way. So Universal Studios dope. Hollywood was supposed to get Super Mario Land last year. Then it got scrapped due to COVID. Yeah. Jump all the way it's to crazy, Universal Japan. Universal yeah. Japan right, has Super Mario Land already built. Yeah. Um, I'll send you guys a TikTok They're to watch it. it. I've seen uh, that's it. very interactive. It's like, super interactive. There's it's app you can go around and everything to the T from how things look. To how the food is curated, and that's how to, Universal is. Because uh, I don't know if you've been to Harry Potter that World. Butterbeer is fire. And if you buy a wand, you can go to certain places and mm -hmm. wave it, and things will pop up. And I, I love cool. it, man. I, I think I've always said that Nintendo can give Disney a run for their money. Yes, because yeah. the IP that they have is strong enough. If you do it right and you partner with somebody, which that's something that Nintendo doesn't do at all. So the fact that they're willing to yeah. partner up tells me that there's just a different thinking 
in in their business right now, I mean, and I'm excited for that. At the same time, like Disney could have probably gone to Sony or to Disney, but those are their competitors. You know, right. Universal isn't really making video games, and yeah, Universal is the best spot yeah. for them to land because mm-hmm. right. also Universal is losing rights to Marvel, which right. it had before, especially in the um, in the theme park realm. Right, you know, so. They're gonna need something, and yeah. Disney and Sony are kind of like, yeah, we're gonna rock with each other. So now Nintendo and Universal yeah. are gonna rock with each other, and Disney and Sony. here we go. Yeah, and just to finish the, the list real Mario. quick, uh, Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Okay, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Fred Armisen okay. from SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson yeah, yeah. as Kamek. Kamek. Always forget to pronounce it. The witch or the, the wizard, warlock? the wizard, warlock. yeah, the yeah. warlock, yeah. That's Lastly, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. Right. I don't, I don't know who that is, but congratulations. I don't know who Sebastian is either, but you congratulations, know. man. Cool. It's gonna I be mean, dope, bro. I can't wait. Like, yeah. Just again, Illumination had one of the biggest films and franchises built over the past decade. So, not only that, but they they gave us hits like, bro, The Grinch is fire. A lot of people don't talk yeah. about that. The Grinch is super fire. I mean, Despicable Me. Despicable Mega Me. Mind. Mega Mind was super Mega Mind was fire. Great. Stupid fire. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, like saying about video game movies, like even Fortnite is now like, mm-hmm. let's make a movie, which I, I always feel like the shit over a show, it really is like eye grabbing their graphics right. and their characters. Like and they kind of already have a story, so whatever they do with their movie, uh, it'll draw a lot of money. You know, mm-hmm. all the kids playing Fortnite right now, not even kids, adults. So many people are invested in that. Like, I feel like that can be a lot bigger than a lot of the video game movies, just because of how current it is and how invested people are. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So that's that's cool. all right. So we video got some good casting moves. Yeah. Uh, casting moves being made. So. I'm excited to see how it all kind of turns out. If someone were to be casted as your guys's, like, like an actor be casted for your guys' biopic, who would it be? I thought we talked about this already. Yeah, but, but it could change. Like, mine changed. Oh, it did? Who yeah. did who I say? Want out? Seth Rogen. I did. That is I mean, not Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Sorry. Not Seth Rogen. Jonah Hill. Oh, Yours would you? be Jonah Hill? Mine would be Jonah Hill. I can see that. Um, uh, I want Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that, bro. That's actually <laughs> That's pretty fire. Cool. That is pretty I was just cool. thinking of people with glasses, and I thought of Harry Potter. Because I don't think he wears glasses in real life, but... He doesn't, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You don't you wear glasses wear. in real life either. Yeah, that's right. You just wear it for the podcast. <laughs> I don't wear them during basketball, so... <laughs> I can picture Skywalker with goggles on playing basketball. I want to. You're going to rock the goggles just now? expensive. Are you going to put lenses, like, like your actual yeah. prescription lenses I would, Yeah, in? I would do that for sure. <laughs> Yeah. So I need to be I'd able probably to see. get better. Oh guys, I need glasses, by the way. Oh yeah? Yeah. 3D glasses or no, like, like I went to the doctor and he was like, Yeah, you're shaking your eyes because you work in front of a computer all day. Yeah. Glasses. You should get one of those orange screens. Welcome to the club, man. <sighs> Thanks. It's fine. I'm fine. It's just fine. get the glasses it's with, cool. with, with you the know blue what? light. It makes sense though, because I mean way, I work at the bank all day. The way then... I look at it, it's an accessory now. Well, it's always been an accessory for me. Well, see, I'm trying to get LASIK so that I can actually have it be an accessory because I'm tired of having to have to wear my glasses. I've always all been the time. upset about that. Like, why can't I see for free? And some Bro, people can't. <laughs> why can't I see for free? It sucks, man. It sucks. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. you. Real quick, your uh, your casting. Ah, uh, um, uh, jeez, I don't, I don't know, man. Who did I say last time? Um, I don't remember. No, I don't remember. 
It's Jeez. oh, what's his name? Uh, Denzel Washington's son. Oh, John oh, David Washington. Washington yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's a, that's an Oscar. Y'all right got there. the same hair right now. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that movie Beckett, but y'all have the same. Well, you think about yeah. that? I just want to oh, yeah. say yeah. we're gonna have The Rock in all of our biopics because The Rock's gonna be playing Jam Cam. Oh, wow. <laughs> I dig it. Because <laughs> he's super nice. He's amazing at what he does. And well, they're the rock, like both super buff. So. The Rock just spit a fire verse on Tech Nine. Oh my song. God. We need a, we need a poster of this Soundflake biopic. That would be <laughs> Put it together. Yeah, put yeah. it together. If any of you artists out there that are great with Photoshop, put that together for us. Skywalker. The Soundflake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might just do it. But if somebody else could do it, then better for me. That'd be fire. But uh, let's get into some movie talk. We got two blockbusters that have come out mm-hmm. yeah. a week apart. Right. Yeah. Um, one super anticipated, one just regularly anticipated. <laughs> and um, uh, we'll start with the the regularly anticipated one. In no, nah, it, it was highly it was highly anticipated. It just was was you know it didn't live up necessarily um, to the expectation. What are yeah. you talking about? Because I, I mean, feel this way about both. I mean, I just Whoa. yeah, that's a <laughs> super right, hot right. take. <laughs> but um, I I just feel like I already didn't like the first Venom too much. Mm-hmm. So hearing about Venom two and then seeing it PG thirteen, I'm just like, well, it'll probably just be more of the same. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to see it. Um, and I mean, that's not even knowing what extra stuff that we were gonna get because I was just like, you know what, this this might be better. Yeah, you know, it might be better. We got um. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. As Carnage. And then we got Tom Hardy as Venom, Mm -hmm. like in the first one. And uh, I think he did step it up a lot Mm -hmm. with Venom, being Venom. Mm -hmm. And I like that they showed Venom more in this one. Mm -hmm. Right. But um, other than that, I I enjoyed the movie experience. I went with my friends. I went with my girlfriend. My girlfriend had no idea about Venom at all. I asked her, like, do you know anything about Venom? And she's like, Spider-Man? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, close enough. Yeah, he's, he's within the sure. Spidey... Anti-Spider-Man? Sp- Spidey-verse, you know? Because I assume that she probably saw Spider-Man 3 when right. she was young. Um, but she didn't see the first Venom movie. And she enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. She's like, the one thing that she told me that I, I came away with was that if it wasn't as comedic, I probably wouldn't have been interested. So okay. I think that's one thing that Venom has for... Um, itself, you know, the mm-hmm. comedy I think keeps people there. Because um, if this probably was like a serious movie, probably would have been, I think, pretty boring. Right. You know? yeah. 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 I mean, I this is the first Venom movie that that I've seen. I haven't seen the first one. Okay. Um, I like the first one. I, I wasn't I like super interested in Not it because I, you know, I'm one of those purists where it's like, how are you gonna have a Venom movie without Spider Man? Yeah, you know, like even though I or understand even PG-13. that, right? And I understand that Venom has his own stories, and and it's not always related to Spider-Man. But I didn't really like the introduction of Venom being like even like just being introduced without Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch the first one, and personally, I didn't think Tom Hardy was a great casting for Eddie Brock. Okay. Um. So I, I went into I, I went into this one with like low expectations. I mean, everyone was making a big deal after the first movie and mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, you know, mm-hmm. this is what we got. So Yeah, I don't I'll, think I'll either casting it. of Venoms from Spider Man three with uh Topher Grace or this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's just it's really hard to pin Eddie Brock without the 
you know, yeah, without the counterpart, exactly. Like, like there, there's, there's just a counterpart that you have to have. So, um, with this movie, I was, I was happy that Carnage was getting introduced. Um, and, and I understand, you know, just the whole symbiote family. That was a good casting for mm, Carnage. I think uh, I, so, I, I, so I liked Woody I'll, I'll just put this out there. He was supposed to be the original Carnage in Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire. I still don't like that. Why? Spider-Man because 4. Jim yeah. Carrey should have been. Uh, Who? Jim Carrey. Carnage? He should have been Cletus. That would have been nice. No, it would have been amazing. Yeah. That would be a good casting. It would have been yeah. one of the but best things ever. Again, I know why they use Woody Harrelson. I mean, I get it now, but like even in Spider-Man Four, if they did it back then, like they should have got Jim Carrey. Like if you didn't get Jim Carrey, you're crazy. Well, so that movie was supposed to be shot way uh, around that time. That that casting would have been perfect because it was around the same time where he did the number twenty-three. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that would have been perfect. Yeah, I mean Jim Carrey alone, he can get into character so well. Right. Obviously, way better than Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Well, sometimes I did like plays his voice. Himself, yeah. I did like Woody Harrelson's voice. He sounded like Cletus. I, I like I, I, I felt that it was him. Um, the movie was ninety minutes long, so I, yeah, I kind of hated that. Low key. I, I kind of liked it. The only reason why I like it, it's not something that I feel like fits every movie. Yeah. But I think like to. To tell a very concise story and that we're so used to our hour-long shows and things like that, like, I was cool with it. So, it was just like, yeah. to me, I just felt like I was watching, an, like, a long Netflix show, yeah. I which guess, was cool with me. I guess from seeing the first one, I don't remember if the first one was 90 minutes, but I just feel like for a second part of you, I, I would think you would want to add more time, more, more just screen time for Tom Hardy and Venom. I mean, I feel like... There should have been more venom and carnage um, than was what was given. You know, I feel like watching the movie, I was like, "Oh wait, this this is the final. This can't be the final fight scene." And I'm like, "Oh, it is the final yeah. fight scene." Yeah, you know? I mean, and they they tried to kind of play off this father son thing, mm-hmm. um, which they mentioned it once. It, yeah, and, and my whole thing is like, carnage is really like obsessed with that and like in a scary way yeah. which makes him cool because he's like always like dad and all this other yeah. stuff where papa. it's like yeah and it's well not papa but it just um <laughs> it just gets scary where it's like okay this dude is deranged like this is insane yeah. right now and i wish that a lot of his weapons were a little bit more defined like you just kind of saw like <laughs> spears just kind of yeah. going everywhere spears of but symbiote yeah so i i i think that like in the it was it was merely just a transitional movie, and like I think that that yeah. Andy Serkis, who's fantastic as yeah, an actor, he's cool. Andy um, you know I was I think he just kind of understood because he plays in the Marvel universe. Also, he was like, right. I just need to do this to get this here, and then I'm good. Which you know which I've done my job. Complete, mission complete. I feel um, like mission complete. We don't know if you'll be the. The director in Venom 3 or whatever they do with Venom. I think they should give him a shot, but it should be like a real like Venom movie. You know, like when I mean a real Venom movie, I'm just like incorporated in the universe. Don't yeah. hold anything back. Yeah. The the one thing about these uh, Venom movies is I really think about it like how will this look in 10 years? Will people be like, that was a great movie or is that going to be a movie that is totally forgotten, swept under the rug? Because even then, some some of the visual effects from one and two just seem way too quirky and weird. And I feel like it's going to go down in the same infamy as Fantastic Four. Infamy. Which one? 
Um, exactly. Not, not not the not the one with Miles Teller. Not that, the reboot. Okay. We don't talk about that one. But see, just yeah, like the actual that one was terrible. Like the regular Fantastic Four, where at the time it was good, but right. then over time you're like, mm, there's really yeah. no purpose. And you know? I feel like that with Venom. People were like, oh, it's good because I went with a friend that is a Venom fan, mm-hmm. and um. He was the first person I went to after the movie was done. Like, did you like this movie? He's like, yeah, I did like this movie. I was like, interesting. Because I kind of did. Yeah. But I didn't say that. When, when How'd you guys feel about Shriek? Um, totally. I just think wrong character for, you know, because obviously it's supposed to be um, Cletus Cassidy's girlfriend in the movie. And then he becomes Carnage. But they're to- totally polar opposites for mm. what the carnages and shriek is you know given that any symbiote doesn't like like noise like that yeah well that was like i feel like part of the story i just feel like she was very underutilized for you know the character that she was like i wanted to see more from her but obviously we couldn't Mm -hmm. because every time she would yell carnage would immediately put her down you know so (laughs) i just felt like she was kind of like a handicap type character like just there just because of the cletus cassidy story yeah it it was kind of like carnage wouldn't be able to be stopped if she wasn't involved yeah and that's why they put her in instead of developing a great character Mm. right almost you know yeah so let me summarize everything because i've been waiting so shriek Mm-hmm. Did you notice that she talked about mutations? Yeah. Yeah, I think she was a mutant. So, yeah. yeah. So, given the end credit scene, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to finally see whether it be the introduction to X-Men or just the whole idea of didn't mutants she in die? general. No, she didn't die? She uh, got under... Uh, she she got like crushed by a bell, didn't she? Well, she's inside the <clears throat> bell. She's inside the bell. Most likely, I think she's dead because that's a pretty hard... I mean, if Mary Jane fell from that high... Yeah, you fell and then a bell fell on top of you? Yeah, like... but, okay, but either way, it's still the introduction to <laughs> yeah. mutants, right? Yeah, either way. Whether it's through her or not through her. It was kind of weird that Just the introduction into mutants in general, which mm-hmm. is a good sign... For Sony, X-Men. Sony was like, hey, we're going to throw a mutant in there. Is that cool, Marvel? Yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, so yeah. the fact that so they're using two words. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. go ahead. Do it. <laughs> so there's that. Um, runtime of the first Venom was two hours, 20 minutes. Okay. So That was the first runtime? Two hours, 20 minutes. See, that's why I'm just so confused about like 90 minutes on the second So one? super hot Wouldn't take. Be 90 and then two hours? Like Super hot take. There was no purpose to this film. I agree. At all. No, it was super filler, just like Nariq said. No, they just want to get Marvel by. keeps sabotaging Sony. Sony keeps <laughs> Sony keeps saying, "Or right, we're gonna do this big thing," and then Marvel's like, "No," and then we're gonna do this big thing. <laughs> no. no, you know they just yeah. keep they keep stopping it. Like you, whether it was Amazing Spider Man, whether it was Venom, because Marvel just wants the Spider Man universe. I mean, for they themselves. did the same thing with the the Dark Phoenix movie when Fox had yeah. X Men. They like, said, no, cut, they said, cut it out. Captain Marvel's about to come out, bro. You better stop. Mm-hmm. Type thing. So the perfect thing about Venom, just the whole movie, was the end credit scene, where by this point everybody's seen it by now, which is um, Tom Holland Spider Man being introduced into the Sony universe. Yeah. Which, which was he really? I mean. To yeah. be honest, I, like for what people were talking about with the end credit scene, I was really upset by like how it happened. Like he was just <laughs> like, okay, so you know, gets transferred into the multiverse. All of a sudden, he random. pops up. Yeah, all of a sudden, pops up on on TV, and then like Venom like acts like that he knows him, 
everything leading up to that moment, I thought was going to be spectacular because Venom was talking about, oh, like I've seen universes, I've done. And I was like, oh, snap, we're about to get like a a super visual, crazy, epic, like. And then they just show a TV and him licking the TV of like a Tom Holland that's like clearly photoshopped like into the TV. And I was just like. And there's one thing that was kind of interesting about that, that he kind of already knew who that Peter Parker was is supposedly like every symbiote across every multiverse universe they're connected whatever they're con- all their minds it's is a hive, hive mind mm-hmm. and he said that in the first movie that it's a hive mind so everything another symbiote knows or you know an- another you know, whatever wherever they are he's going to know it and i assume that that venom knew that that was uh peter parker was because he saw him in the spider-man suit and then the spider-man in um the original the, the Venom in the original Spider-Man knew a Peter Parker in that same mm-hmm. suit. So probably just correlated it. Said that's I mean, obviously, who else could it be mm-hmm. other than Spider-Man because he's in his suit. So I think that's how he knows him. It is kind of weird that he just transferred to that universe with no explanation. I mean, I've tried to see fan theories and see what people think, and none of it makes sense. We're not going to know until the Spider-Man movie coming out this year, which yeah. was going to be crazy. So I think I mentioned this to Nurik. I don't think I brought it up to you, Scott Walker. It better but, be three hours. But the whole, but yeah, it's going to be I think it's going to be long. long. I think it's going to be long. It has to be. So, and plus it's going to lead in the multiverse of madness. So, um, the, th- my, the theory that King Dice and I talked about last time we hung out. Shout out King Dice. Shout out my boy King Dice. Dice brought up that it's going to be called No Way Home because he's going to get that Spider-Man Tom Holland, which of course contractually was like, Three movies. Yeah, he's not going to be able to come back. Exactly. So he's going to get put into the Sony universe. That's mm-hmm. why he's not going to be able to go home. No way home. So since Dice told me that theory, I'm like, okay, dope. So how are they going to introduce it? So even though it wasn't as like spectacular, right? I did like how they kind of did it because that still leaves that open space to go through the hive mind or be talked the hive mind to be talked about in Venom Three. But the thing is, is that Venom went to the universe. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the other way around, and that's why. I was like, oh, man, that's kind of whack. Like, I was hoping that, like, Tom would go there. I mean, this this whole thing has been hinted at since the the multiverse, uh, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse movie. And, you know, getting different Spider-Man from different universes. And I even predicted, like, oh, we're probably going to get Venom eventually in the Spider-Verse. And and now we got Venom in the Spider-Man movie. And, you know, who knows where it's going to go from there, really, like. Right now, everything is a mystery with how that whole Venom thing happens. So, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. What do you guys rate it? Give it a five point five. Because of that, I give it a seven. Actually, no, I give it a six because of the end credits. I really liked the Carnage versus Venom fight, even though it was like the only one really the long, the longest scene I think in the movie. Right. Um, and then the visual effects look kind of cool, better than the first one, I think. So it was a step up, I think, from the first one, other than the runtime. And yeah, and some the, of the I guess the kind of the, the characters that they got like like uh, Shriek is that her name? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I give it a seven because of I think that that end credit scene really saved that movie. I was like hoping, you said, this movie's pointless. Right. But then they add that it's like okay. Okay, like there's it. a point to this. Yeah, movie. I feel like that could have just been a one shot. You yeah. don't need a whole movie for it. Yeah. So one I shot. give it a four. Um, <laughs> Tox Toxin. Who was supposed oh, yeah, to be the deputy? Got... It was just very confusing that that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, all of a sudden his eyes change and like nothing, like 
what was that because of Shriek? Like that's what, what I was what thinking happened? too. So I was thinking, did he get like cut or something? They didn't, yeah, they didn't show it. It, it was it was kind of poorly written. It could have so. been something that got edited out. Um, it could have been you know things that were shot before. I think that could have been a post credit scene. I w- I they should have made it the second. I one. hope that they come out with like a director's cut of mm-hmm. you know of Let There Be I think Carnage, so. where it's an hour and fifty minutes long. Because even then, some things could have been cut because mm-hmm. they're like, hey, Mar- right. Marvel was like, hey man, this is too yeah, we need, much. We, come on, we need this. We need this done. Come on, get, get this going. Yeah, this you needs had to your be movie. Out. Just give us the Spider-Man end credits. Spider Man's gonna come out in two months. Come on, bro. Just, just yeah, right. We, we're not trying. You have you be better than us, but still, <laughs> I enjoyed the movie experience with my friends and. Um, that's, Always. That's what's important. Shout out to that's the theaters, the real heroes. Yeah. I think, oh, that was cool too because since I was an investor in AMC and if you have a AMC um, um, app, whatever, you can buy tickets on there and you can get uh, free large popcorn. Nice. Uh, I think the free large popcorn expires on Halloween. So if you're an investor and you have the app, go. you can literally just pre-order the popcorn and show up and pick it up for a dollar because of the fees. And the ticket that I bought, um, they gave me a free ticket. Since I was an investor, I bought one and got the other mm. one for free. Nice. So, I like that, that was pretty cool. So I spent a grand total of $15 at the theater. Hey. And I brought candy in. So, wow, yeah. making money at the same time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I see you, Skywalker, with the money moves. Uh, All right. But yeah, no, that was pretty cool. Uh, I, uh, thank you, AMC, for that. Thank you. AMC. Shout out, AMC. Speaking of, uh, of just theaters and movies, this... This next movie that we're going to talk about, I'm Cinema. very, very happy that we saw in a theater. Yes, um, it, it was, was it was totally worth it. To it was worth the wait to yes. see, be seen. I, I understand now. Yep, I, I get understand. it. I so get it. So was it rewind beginning of 2020 when we went to the Regency and Fontana together and we saw the poster? Yeah, remember? No. Yeah, yeah. We saw Wasn't the poster in Vegas. No, in saw Vegas we saw like a trailer or something like that. We saw the right? trailer like, of Tenet. Trailer, it was supposed to come yeah. out. We oh, yeah, Tenet. okay, no. I, yeah, we saw we the went, trailer, but we went to go see Onward, right? And we went to go see uh, Onward together, and we saw the poster for this which movie. Was the month that it was supposed to come out, happened, end of yeah. 2020. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, it came out 2021. But the movie we were all talking about, tell them, 007. No time to die. No time to die. Time to die. <laughs> it was time. It, it was, was time, time. But, but there's no time. But there's no time. time. But at the same time, it's time for you to go. Yeah. Wow, um, me and Sincere went to go see this movie with his family together. So shout out, cool. uh, Sincere's cool. family. That, that must have been a nice experience. Yeah, Narik's um, the stepbrother. Imagine, <laughs> imagine. Okay, so you guys went to go see it. We saw it in a in a big theater too. Yeah, like yeah we went to Cinema One. Have you been inside Cinema One at the uh, No, Sarkins? I have been wanting to because it's, it's like Harkins. IMAX, but. But just Harkins, Harkins yeah. cool, super cool. huge. I was watching huge a bunch screen. of behind the scenes interviews for 007 today, and there was one where he was talking about he went to go see the premiere with the royal family. Oh, that's dope! Yeah, that's fire. And um, he said it was really cool. Uh, Rami Malik, pretty much the whole cast was there with mm-hmm. um, with the queen, with the queen, and then the the. I wonder the where they watched Charles that. and all. Probably that. inside the palace. Yeah, they got probably. theater there. Somewhere cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, damn, that's cool. So yeah, you guys yeah. mentioned you went to see with your family. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it was cool. it was it was dope. Um, wow, what w- this movie is the first movie that I've seen probably since Tenant. That gave me this, yeah, this just the cinema quality, me. and that too. Because when I even when I watched Tenet, I was like, "Man, this has like 007 vibes." The music is there; mm-hmm. it's just all around in that realm of movie. And then 007 comes out, and 
it just like wowed me the whole yeah. movie. You yep. know? And and the thing with 007, even back in 2020 when this was gonna come out, I remember watching uh all the 007 movies because I was like, man, I need to catch up if this movie's yeah. gonna come out this year. Yeah. And uh, I got even more invested. And then the movie got pushed back a year, and I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. I don't think this movie's gonna hit the same damn anymore. It. Right. And people were talking about how it was cursed. It was already delayed before the pandemic. Because uh, Daniel Craig hurt his ankle. Mm -hmm. So they had to push all the shootings. And then they finally finished the movie. And then it got pushed because of the pandemic. So people were saying it was already a curse. And, you know. There there was a lot of anticipation for this movie. Because it was Daniel Craig's last outing um, as 007. And also, you know, during a lot of the social unrest and things like that. It was revealed that there was going to be a new 007 Mm -hmm. played by a black woman. And it it was a lot. There was a lot of controversy that was around that because people were like, "Oh, you know, 007 is just this debonair white mm. man who like they're taking away all of our all of our heroes and all right. this other craziness. They're taking yeah. our jobs and our heroes. And- yeah, that they that, you know people yeah. got to relax in. But um, See, you know, they- to, on the flip side of that, I also you know as a fan of 007 too. Um, you know, I did feel I was like, oh, well, you know, that's different. Um, you know, I, I saw what they did with like Ocean's 8 and that was like a little bit like it's Ocean's not that 8. it's not that I don't mind having a bunch of women doing a heist movie. That's great. And I also don't mind it being called Ocean's whatever it is like for sure. But it's just the story of what actually happened was lacking a little bit from from the other uh, movies. So. Mm. When it came to this, I was like, man, I really hope that the story doesn't lack, you know, uh, yeah. you know, um, substance with them. Yeah, just substance with yeah. them going in this direction, especially because it's the last outing yeah. for. I Daniel love Craig. the way right. they did it. They know? did it perfectly, yeah. bro. It was perfect. I was yeah. like, this is everything that the, you need. Yeah. It was enough Daniel Craig. It was enough of of the new cast and the new. Uh, uh, what's, uh, what's her name? Latasha. Latasha. I just, uh, I think her name is Latasha, but Latosha. she was also um, played uh, Monica uh, uh, Maria. Uh, Maria Maria Rambo. Rambo, yeah, Maria Rambo, yeah. in in, uh, in Captain Marvel. Um, Anna she was de Armas, mm, I love you. Yeah, she played a good part. <laughs> she too. got the role after uh, starring alongside Daniel Craig in Knives Out, which makes me really high for Knives Out too. Yeah, I'm not sure she's sure. gonna be in it, but Knives Out two is gonna be fire. Yeah. yeah. And then you had Jeffrey Wright and um, it, the Watcher. It was just and Remy Malik. I mean, he James did such Bond, a good job. You have been selected as right. one of <laughs> Christopher Waltz. It got, I mean, it kind Christoph of felt Waltz. like that because yeah. um, that uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright's character uh, Felix Leiter right. in the movie is a part of the CIA, and James Bond is a part of M sixteen. Right. MI six. M- yeah, MI6. M16 is the M- homie. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out M16. <laughs> MI6. And um, yeah, so it was kind of cool. I felt like he was like trying to really recruit him like to the the multiverse, uh, the Guardians of the Multiverse. But uh, that's only because of what I just saw. We just watched. Nah, it, it was. But I really liked his character overall, yeah. Felix. I, he, even throughout the other movies, I've always liked Jeffrey Wright's character. Right. Uh, and what he did in the movies. At first, watching it, I didn't know his role mm-hmm. at all. So rewatching it really helped me understand the universe. Yeah. See, I had no idea 
how deep the 007 universe really went because right. yeah. I grew up with Pierce Brosnan being our 007, <laughs> yeah. Gold Nine, all that stuff. I remember him when yeah. I think of 007. And that's who I think about with 007. And then I knew with Daniel Craig, they were like restarting, like rebooting from scratch. But I didn't realize that the villains that he was going up against and Spectre yeah. and all this stuff, I didn't know that that was regular yeah. 007 lore. Right. So then when I started looking at some of these old movies and looking at the descriptions of them and like, oh, well, like Blowfield, like, you know, yeah, Inspector Blowfield. and stuff. And I was like, oh, snap. Wait. Yeah. I need to revisit exactly. these 007 movies right. because they brought it all together mm. in, in a nice cohesive story. Right. And then I started watching them again, and I watched Casino Royale, and I watched uh, Quantum of Solace, and I watched Skyfall, and then I watched Spectre. Skyfall's dope. Yeah, and I was just like, this is amazing. So I watched Spectre two days before I saw- Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw Spectre last year, and I was going to rewatch it, but it's not on anything really. Yeah, I just rented it on Amazon. Yeah, and I watched it. I found a website and was nice. like, I got to watch this. Yep. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it, it was so to watch it so close and then just see the progression mm. of the story with Vesper and like the yeah. stuff with M and like how all of the destruction was happening around him and then the Madeline and all of this. I was like, I was... I was just really, really yeah. hyped for this movie, and they closed it out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing with the movie, I legit watching it was like, this is a Spectre part two? What the heck? Like, yeah. I kind of was getting a little mad that I was like, no way, this is a Spectre part two. Mm. And then the twist hit very early. I was like, oh, this is different. Yeah. Right. Spectre's already a, a the very low profile. Yeah like hates james bond like who else could be after james bond right even more low profile than mm -hmm. than specter you know mm -hmm. so that amused me right away like who could this be what is this and then they end up showing uh Rami malik's um villain which was introduced in the beginning of the movie right um and yeah, I mean, his, I, his villain may, I was telling Narik this, like, I really, really wanted more. Like, there's not more, no more for me to get, but I think it was just the yeah, fact that the, I wanted more Rami the, Malik. Yeah, the one thing I would say about this movie is that I wanted more of the villain against But even Bond. though we, even though we got it, like, I had to think, that's how I was telling Narik after we watched the movie, like, like, I had to reevaluate it, like, okay, we got basically, like, his whole story and his whole purpose behind the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But me being, like, a Rami Malek fan, yeah. me loving the whole idea of his villain and his drive that's, like, pushing him to do what he does made me want more. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just this, like, because if, if we flushed him out even more, he would be no different than Spectre. Exactly. Right. And that's, you know? that's and what that's I also I thought. You know, and that's, uh, I remember texting you guys after the movie and saying, like, this is 10 out of 10. But then I'm like, let me sit on this. Let me really think about it. Did, you, did it change? See, a little bit, but not too much, you know. Yeah. But um, mainly because of that uh, Remy Malik thing. And, but again, like you said, it would have been the same thing uh, as Spectre. And um, the thing that I really loved about Spectre was Christoph Waltz. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the thing I love about, 007 movies in, to in all is the locations yeah. that they pick. Yeah. <sighs> That's what Narik so said at the crazy. beginning of the movie. The Fire. settings were insane. Even um, Like, I, I don't know where that place is in Italy, but I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, supposedly they shot um, uh, Wonder Woman there, hmm. the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the whole village or mm -hmm. whatever. That's what it's supposed to look like. Um, but yeah, no, that is such a dope part of the movie. And that was just the beginning. Like... 
That's the thing that I also love about 007 movies, the long intros and then the title card hits. Yeah. Yeah. That was Billy Eilish on the singing track, right? On the yeah. first record? Yeah. 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 I remember it, being in the theater. I was like, who is this? And I hear somebody like in the far corner of the theater like, is that Billy Eilish? I was like, yeah. oh, that is Billy She's Eilish. so fine. Billy yeah. Eilish and uh, and Hans Zimmer. Yeah, They Hans did that. Zimmer. Yeah. And I, I mean, it. I, I don't remember it too much. Uh, probably the most memorable one for me is Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still enjoyed that title card. You know, I love just seeing everything coming in. Just the title cards, the way they pull together the story without you even knowing the story. Yeah. Like the DNA and yeah. like the DNA it being made of It kind of tells you everything bullets. that's going to happen exactly. in the movie. It's, it's probably the most famous title card next to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like it's the second most famous title yeah. card of any movie We probably We didn't have enough time to kind of do it, but uh, for those listening, me and Narik, well, Narik mentioned doing a uh like a top like from least yeah, or least favorite to like the best yeah ranking of the title cards yeah. of james bond movies yeah. of all the movies so we could probably no, do a quick awesome. dive on that and probably get some more fans involved with it yeah or we'll do even that. a short video too that'd be cool yeah, yeah. just talk about put it put a little but, playlist together that goes yeah. with it <laughs> yeah, yeah plus give people more time to watch the movie because it just recently came out but i think getting people involved that love james bond yeah would i be mean super fire. one of the things I, I kept wanting to go with my friends to see these movies and a lot of them weren't caught up so i was like I don't know if I want to go with you because mm-hmm. you're going to be asking me the whole time, like, who's that? What's this? Who's that? Right. And this is one of those movies, like, you kind of have to know the story yep. to understand what's going on in this fifth, you know, movie mm-hmm. of uh, 007 movies. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and so I, like I, I, ended up, I ended up going alone because there was really mm. nobody that was has kept up as much nobody. as I have. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I mean, I like that they didn't, they didn't hold out for people who oh, didn't yeah, no. who didn't watch. They were like, "This, this was for the fans." Yes, and this the was 007 fan base is huge. It goes back. Yes. Yeah, even so like far. Um, my well, mom. Also, just the fans of Daniel Craig too. Yeah, oh, and, bro, and he his... has, he has such a loyal fan base. Yeah, like people stand by him as like the best Bond. Where it's like yeah, very, it's very debatable. Have very debatable. I, I would call him the best Bond, mostly because of the effects and the stunts that he's done. Right, you know, for this movie. Um, I don't know if. Uh, Pierce Brosnan or, and Sean Connery did the uh, Sean Connery stunts weren't um, as it was very gadget. It was yeah. very gadget. Based. Yeah, that's what we talked about too. That so, this is more new age, like super, like secret combat. agent, but without the um, like the the biggest weapon that he had in this movie was, was probably the car. And that was yeah. I love that they kept that classic. You know, right. and the watch. Yeah, you know, watch. like those are like the two. But things, like, but... very minimal gadget wise. Yeah, and the well, wa- watch didn't even kill people. It like, yeah. just I mean, it did well, kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. blew someone's brains yeah. out. <laughs> but um, oh, the one liners in this movie, dog. Yeah, you know, the script was pretty good, and I liked yeah. that it kind of challenged um, Daniel Craig a little bit more. Like he tapped into well, like a comedic yeah. part. Like there was a lot of comedic part. I was watching an, another behind-the-scenes video, and uh-huh. it was talking about how he would go to the director and be like, hey, let's change this line. Like, they would literally be there off to the side, like, re- rewriting the line. Well, when I saw it was produced by him, I was like, okay, he has input in, yeah. in what's going on. Which is on. fire. Yeah. And yeah. and they were totally cool with that, you know? Even yeah. the, I think the original director for this movie ended up leaving for creative differences. Mm-hmm. And then um, they got somebody who was really like a 007 fan to mm-hmm. do this and I was like oh th- that's perfect you know mm-hmm. um I can't remember his name super long name um I'll look it so up right I now think yeah. it's like a Japanese director yeah yeah but, uh, um, it's right here uh Kari Joji Fukunaga mm-hmm. fire and, yeah. and speaking of Japanese sorry I just I 
I really liked Rami Malek's character having that Russian Japanese blend. Yeah, we talked about that too. And I thought that that was so cool to have like this yeah. crazy poison pond in the in the top of a nuclear missile silo. Like, right. That's just fire. Yeah. Like that. That's the perfect I like, type I like of villain. villain. Stuff. He was he was not really like I'm here for you, Bond. I'm really just here to destroy the world. I really just want to kill the world. Like Spectre. Just, I mean, obviously they didn't like James Bond and they wanted to get rid of the world, but Spectre was just so infatuated with James Bond mm -hmm. and that was ultimately their downfall, obviously, in this You're movie. You're so fixated on this one person. Yeah. They literally did a whole ball dedicated to kill him and it backfired on them. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. I, that, and that part, I was like, wow. This it was funny because I was crazy. like, why are they carrying the eye? Oh. It's Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. Inspired. I love that he was back in this movie and he had a role in the movie. He mm -hmm. wasn't just that and then he was gone. Yeah, I was looking at the title card too when it said with Christoph Waltz. I was like, all right, cool. We're going to yeah, get him like gonna get here. Him. So He's so cool. He's done so much uh, and appreciate him a lot. So yeah. I know Do we you guys think that we'll get another 007 anytime soon or you think that they're going to hold they, off? Well, no. no, I think we will get it soon. Soon? How soon um, is soon? Uh, I think like a year and a half we'll get an announcement because i've heard announcement yeah i've heard that. they're already like in the process of casting um i don't know what the story will be but obviously we know what happened to daniel craig at the end and i think even if you haven't seen this movie i, I don't know why you're listening to this anyways but everybody knew this was his last movie right so something was going to happen to him in the movie that is going to need a new james bond even though we do have another 007 we don't have another james bond right I don't know how that will work, if they will just reboot it. Obviously, they kind of have to since there's already a James Bond in that universe. Mm -hmm. uh, there's rumors that it's going to be Idris Elba, but... Um, that's more know. of like fan service. Like a lot yeah, of people that's just more want fan service. Yeah. I mean, people have been asking him too. He's like, I don't know. Nobody's came up to me. Yeah, I wonder just like how far they'll go. Like, will they... Because, you know, I don't Casino think Royale like a, was him just getting 00 status. Yeah. Right? right? So it's like, do they go even farther back where it's like someone, you know, rising up in the ranks and then... I, I feel like it would be kind of cool if you didn't even know that it was a 007 movie until like later on when yeah. he gets like invited to the 00 Pro. Yeah. You're like, wait, this a is a Bond movie. I think like, the movie's supposed to be called like Bond 26. So this is coming out in 2026. Good to know. Well, they usually nah. do that before they actually give. Okay, uh, a I title think that's for the it. number of that's the number of, of Bond, Bond movies that they have. Bond Jeez. Yeah, man. So that that's was crazy. this one that just passed was twenty five, I believe. Yeah, usually every Bond does about three to four, and I think Daniel Craig is the first one that's five. done five. five. And he oh he wanted to maybe leave maybe at Sean one point. Connery has probably done five also. Yeah, I mean Daniel Craig wanted to leave at one point, um, mostly because it was a huge toll on his body. Definitely, like he is he was old already doing the first. I mean he looked young younger obviously, but. It took a toll on his body. Even I think Inspector, I think he hurt, he like broke his knee or something. Mm. And he had to film most of the movie on a, on a hobbled knee. Mm. So, I mean, that kind of sucked um, for his body. And then, you know, I think leaving, he, he, he looks back and like, okay, this is a big part of my career. And a lot of people are going to watch this movie and, or just watch any 007 movie and think of all the. The Dan double sevens there are Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan. He's up there now, yeah, so, right. which is cool. Um, and as far as casting, obviously they're gonna do a English actor. I don't mm -hmm. think they'll ever do an American actor. Obviously, no, I don't think nah. so because MI six is in in right England. Yeah. They don't need us. CIA they don't need, they don't need the there. US at all. Yeah, they're good on yeah. their own. 
Yeah, and and there was a lot of cool characters and actors in this movie. Um, from the new 007 and then Paloma was also dope. Right. Um. So yeah, it, it was a really really well done movie. It was well rounded cast. Um. Did your rating change at all? Yeah, nine point five. Point five. Yeah, I give it a nine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree with that. I really liked some of the one-liners, like you said. Um, there was one where it's always—I don't know why they do this in movies, but they always say the title of the movie like mm-hmm. it's a song. Like we have to say the title of the movie. Right. But you don't really. Uh, I think it was the the new 007. She like shot somebody, and she's like, "Time to die." Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like time to die. Even though it wasn't no time well, to die. Yeah, the only reason why I don't give it a ten is because that scientist pissed me off. You didn't he, like the scientist? I, I kind of like didn't scientist. either. He was kind of goofy. Yeah, it was just too much. I but was just like, ah. if you go back to before he became a part of that organization, when he was in his office, like they seemed like they were jokesters. And even the girls like, uh, ooh, you seem to have a really bad uh, dark comedy or like yeah. um, something like that. Something about his humor. There's just something unsettling about scientists that are dealing with biological weapons just joking around. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, what do you say? Like, I'm going to give you the flu or Ebola yeah, and I'm going to watch like, you bleed from Come on, like, guys. Yeah. Like, don't make us think that, that that's what's oh, going gosh. on here. Hello? Yeah. yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. And then one more thing I did want to say is I really like because in the usually we get this in the beginning of the movie is when he turns and he shoots yeah. back right and we didn't get that till a little bit towards the end yeah when he was inside the silos and it's like a more and it was a little one. different yeah. it was different because yeah. it, it didn't the eye did the the circle didn't close as usual so mm-hmm. i like that it was just like he just turned around didn't even look at the the camera didn't even pan to who he shot it's just mm-hmm. that's it dead mm-hmm. yeah and then he walks and that's when we got in the trailer right I think we got that um, shot in the so. trailer. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Overall, the story was just really good. Yeah. Um, if you it, haven't seen the previous ones, do it. Yes. Yeah. Please see all of them before you see this movie, um, just to really get the full context. It's a nice little break. You know, usually you you watch like all the Marvel films or like all the yeah. DC right. films or something like that. Like just watch the Bond films yeah. from Daniel Craig, and it gives you. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of action, a lot of story, a lot of heart. Um, the locations were fantastic. Super See it fire. on the biggest screen that you possibly yeah. can. Um, it's definitely a contender for movie of the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And Hans Zimmer. Hans salute. Zimmer, yeah, knocked you it out of the park. It's, it's It just has all of the elements of, of a really, yeah. really good film. Um, so much so that we didn't even like really spoil it for you. And that just goes right. to show. Yeah, if you guys are listening to this, we usually spoil these movies. But this one, I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to go see it. Tell us yeah. how you like how you like it. What do you think about it? I might go see it again. Yeah, um, same. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what I did with Tenet too. I was like, it, it's one of those movies where I have to see this again. You know? Yeah, like it's it's. It was crazy. It. Is that it always goes by so much faster after the second view, like the second yeah. viewing. Yeah, well, that's like when you that. drive to some place that it you've is never a long been movie. to. Before yeah, you're right. It takes forever to get the there. The movie yeah. is two hours and forty three minutes. Yeah, yeah. It, it it is a little long, but it it doesn't feel there's enough. That happens. That keeps you on, the movie, on, yeah. on your. I think the you slowest know, part was when he's talking to his ex in some house, and that's right. like when it really slowed down. And mm-hmm. other than that, it really picked up after that. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. enough explosions and yeah, people getting Which is shot. Cool. Perfect there, dialogue. There I wasn't think. a lot of VFX. It was a lot of practical effects. Yeah. The the bike jump was actually it wasn't Daniel Craig, but somebody actually did that. The bike jump was fire. I thought when I first saw that, I was I like, thought Damn, it was visual effects. That's some weird. The only visual, visual effects. effects that are really done in this movie are when um 
that weapon goes off and it, it comes in contact with the skin. That's the main yeah. like, visual effect. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was really well executed. I'm yeah. happy with it. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Daniel. Daniel Craig. Craig. Yeah. You, you've you served us well. Yeah, man. You movies. cemented your legacy as James Bond. And people will uh, remember you forever now. Yep. Not for, only that, but I'm excited for Knives Out too. I think he just got a, a Hollywood star as well. Hell nice. yeah. Good for yeah. him. He deserves it. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, real quick, uh, what is your favorite 007 movie? I feel like he should be knighted. Uh, they were talking about Sir that. Daniel Somebody Craig? asked him like, have you been knighted? Do you want to be? He's like, that's not up to me, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the big thing. I think like, all the other 007s have been knighted. Pierce Brosnan and Sean Connery and yeah. all of them. Yeah. It would be Sir Daniel Craig. Yes. So if we're talking favorite James movie, Bond movie. James. Uh, James Bond. James Bond. James Bond. Yeah, favorite James Bond movie just in the Daniel Craig universe. I'll say Quantum of Solace for me. Mm, okay. I like, I like are, we saying, are we saying Evolved? Evolved? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I want to say No Time to Die, but even before that, Skyfall was my favorite. Um, I think... I really like GoldenEye. Okay, yeah. Golden Eye is yeah. probably my favorite. I remember that one. Yeah. It I remember was, that one. The World is Not Enough is my favorite Pierce my Pierce one. Pierce, yeah, <laughs> well, I'd like Die Another Day because Halle Berry. <laughs> die Another Day. Yeah. That and intro song was like those double And, and they, cool. they did like the North Korea thing and then they went to like the ice and like the dude had all the... It's always had the, like very exotic locations. They always seven. have like a second in command. I love that they always have a second in command yeah. and then you have like the main villain like... Inspector Batista was the yeah, second in command. He was, and he he was no speak. lines. Bro. That's what I loved about it. But it was fire. I, he probably wanted some lines, but he was right. like, whatever. Yeah, I'm he gonna be in a double like seven movie. Like and yeah. then he died. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was cool though. Know. But uh movie was fun. Go watch it. And um we will be ending this this episode with some streaming suggestions. Hey. Yep. Yeah. What we got, guys? So um I think I told Narik this, but I actually went to go in, in person at the Pandagus. I went to go watch Hamilton. I did see that. I, I went to go uh, shout out my boy Richard Blackshear. Went to go watch Hamilton, um, and I can't get enough of it, guys. I'm like, I I heard the score because I I love musicals, so I heard the soundtrack before it first came out, like back in I think 2015, 16. I loved it then, but seeing it in person really ignited yeah. a fire in me again. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So I I fell in love with it. So I listened to the score, and then I just rewatched it on Disney Plus. So if you I, yeah. if you can't go watch I think it, anything live. Is is way better. Oh yeah, bro. Know? We mean we were talking about like, going to, we should do like a sound like Broadway. Yeah, like go cool. to Broadway. Yeah, I mean, I, it's this has nothing to do with movies, but I mean, even sporting events, you know, like watching them on TV, I get excited and it's cool. But when you're there, it's when you're there, just experience. just the experience. Yeah. It is so different. So I mean, that goes for sure for plays. Yeah, as well. So definitely go watch Hamilton on Disney Plus. Um, yeah, I, I think I want to audition just to be um, Thomas Jefferson and Lafayette because uh, David Diggs is... Oh, David Diggs is in that. Is yeah, in, he, yeah he's cool. he's those two characters. Um, super amazing, bro. So definitely go watch Hamilton, listen to the score, talk to me about it because it's probably right now my favorite musical score of all time. Yeah. Originally, it was Hairspray. I love Hairspray. Okay. Hairspray is fire. Um, mine Skywalker. is a movie on Netflix. And it actually features Daniel Craig. Hey. Uh, total opposite of James Bond. He's kind of like wimpy. Uh, the movie's called Layer Cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is pretty much a crime thriller. Ooh. A lot of comedy, but like witty comedy because nice. it's all based in England. So um, it's kind of like The Gentleman, but mm-hmm. more savage. 
Okay. Yeah, and no American actors, so it's very like R-rated as far as like blood and stuff. Yeah, nice. it's very it's gory in nice. a like crime gory, you know, okay. like people's heads getting chopped off, right? Or nice. Shot in the head and blood squirting out, getting a layer cake. Uh, yeah, Tom Hardy is <laughs> in cover it. All he has bases. a very minimal role. He seems very young. It seems like probably one of his first uh, handful of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie came out in two thousand four, and oh wow, I'm surprised I didn't hear about it then, but. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. I was only seven. So. It looks, it's really cool. It's kind of long as well. But like I said, like opposite of 007, he's kind of wimpy. Um, he's like the money guy. He's like the accountant for hmm. uh, the drug, whatever gang is going on. Mm-hmm. So but oh, he, like is the, he is the main character. Yeah. But nice. he is the main character. That's tight. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty much like Ozark, but in England. That's fire. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's a cool movie. Which Go watch that. Um, my recommendation is a show um, called uh, Succession, and it is on HBO. And the new season of Succession will be coming out on the 17th of is October. Is that the one with, um, oh, I forget his name. Finish off. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a movie about, I mean, it's a show about um, a, a media company, a newspaper that's run by a very wealthy father, um, loosely based off of uh, uh, Robert Murdoch and his family. And, uh, you know, they have uh, four sons, three sons and a daughter. And they're all kind of like using deceit and deception and Mm. and kind of vying for um, who's going to be next in line, you know? So Mm. hence the name Succession. succession. Um, But it's just a really, really good, show and if you haven't watched the first two seasons already i highly advise it it's a great hbo show and season three is coming out on the 17th of october so yeah get hit who stars in it it's uh i wouldn't be able to name the actors just offhand right now it's a lot of people that like you've seen but maybe don't don't know their their names right, right off the bat um but like the the father if if we're gonna go like comic book the father is uh, he played William Stryker in mm. X Men Two got you and then Don't um, and then uh, one of the sons played um, what was that movie uh, uh, not Wolf of Wall Street but um, the other one that we liked The Big Short uh-huh. um, he was in The Big Short he was like one of the one of the analyst guys also so mm. um, but anyway everybody just does a phenomenal job so highly advise. Um, oh, and then uh, what's his name? Macaulay Culkin's br- little brother is, okay. is in the movie or oh, is in the show Macaulay also. Culkin. I think his name is like Kieran Culkin yeah. or something like that. That's cool. They're Kieran both, Culkin. I they're think both. So. Well, at least Macaulay Culkin's coming back a little bit. And yeah, he's. With, I guess his brother's on the come up too, so that's kind of cool for them. Yeah. Who's he dating? He was dating somebody like famous, right? I was jealous of it. Macaulay Culkin. I yeah. mean, he is famous, so it kind of makes. He sense. was with some. It's okay. I'll tell you that yeah. in the pod. I'll probably go ahead. Go, go to your gossip site. Figure yeah. it out. All I gotta do is use Google's. Google's. All right. Well, we'll end it there. Thank you again for listening, and um, we appreciate you guys so much for listening. Yeah, and, yeah. And watching movies with us, sort mm-hmm. of, and, yeah. in spirit. You know, you you watch it, and then you come here, and you're like, "Well, damn, they're talking about that movie. Let me go watch it." Mm-hmm. And then you come and listen to us talk about it. And um, if you want to talk about it some more, just message us either on our individual accounts. Or right there on the Soundflake one, either one of us will reply or all of us will reply. Um, it's pretty much like a hive mind 
type of social media anyways. So hive mind. If you ever want to talk about anything, we're we're more than welcome to talk about it. Because that's really why we watch movies at the end of the day. I really love talking to people about the things I watch and yeah. creating a universe or talking about that universe and getting in depth. So thank you. Thank you so much. And um, we'll see you next time. Yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. Bye. Peace. Oh, before we go. Oh, yeah. If you want to start your podcast. Hey. Holler at Productive Culture, ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's where you can get the real deal holy field. Tell them that we the sent you and then they'll they'll take care of you. The way That's they take right. care of us. That's right. High quality pods. Yes. Yep. All right, y'all. Peace. Bye. Thank you. Subscribe to our YouTube.